The Chris Hahn Show. Everyone and welcome. This is the Chris Hahn Show. I'm your host, Chris Hahn. The truth is on the air. And truthfully, tonight, America, I am back live on this Thursday. And I am taking your calls at area code 631-451-1039. You know, I came in uh, today uh, thinking uh, I might talk about Trump's trip to NATO and you know how he uh, basically insulted our allies and then said he made a great deal. And even though it was a deal that Obama made in 2011 and the same deal George Bush made in 2006. But I digress. But then I was watching these hearings today, Mike. I don't know if you're watching them. For the first time in my career since Donald Trump has been president of the United States, my show has been derailed by somebody other than Donald Trump. These, these, <laughs> these, uh, these hearings today in, in Congress, America, if you watch Channel 5 News at 10 o'clock tonight, you'll see me on there. I just did a hit from the studio. Um, these hearings, I think James Madison's rolling in his grave right now, Mike. I think that James okay. Madison is saying what has happened to this Congress, right? Basically. It, Congress is supposed to check the president in America. Congress is not supposed to protect the president. This hearing has been going on for about seven hours now. It's still going as I, I am live here in New York. It's a little bit after eight o'clock. Uh, the hearing's still going on. It's still on. And they keep asking the same question about this guy's midnight text to his girlfriend about how they were going to stop Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, here's the thing, America. Um, if this guy, uh, Strzok, Peter Strzok, who's an FBI agent, uh, was part of this deep state conspiracy to stop Donald Trump from becoming president, why didn't he stop Donald Trump from becoming president? Okay, let me be very clear to you, America. The guy knew there was a Russian investigation going on about the president of the United States during the campaign as early as June of 2016. Was that ever leaked to the public? Did we ever know about that? We knew all about Hillary's investigation. Every single time they decided they needed to look at another computer, we knew about Hillary's investigation. But the deep state, which Donald Trump says was so intent on stopping him and is still trying to stop him, never released any information that was inflammatory towards Donald Trump until long after he was elected president of the United States. Yet the little boys that run Congress, and and I am definitely calling them little boys. I know there are a few women there, Kathy McMorris Rogers and some others. But they're little boys mostly. They're Paul Ryan and Trey Gowdy and Devin Nunez and other clowns are intent on proving something that didn't happen. It used to be that when the inspector general of the Justice Department does an investigation, issues a thorough report saying, look, there was no bias in this investigation, usually... Maybe Congress will do a hearing. They'll question the inspector general. They might question a few witnesses. 
That's their job to provide oversight. But that's it. This is just little boys trying to protect their daddy. And that's what's going on right now in Congress. Mike, I don't know if you watched any of these hearings. Did you watch any of it? Uh, I was busy all day. So. You were busy all day? You didn't spend your time uh, you know, in front of the television set watching uh, these clowns? Or literally, it literally is a circus. And then the Democrats no. get up there and, and they do the opposite, right? But it, it, it's a clown show, Mike. It's an absolute clown show. Absolute clown show. I am disgusted by this. But let me tell you something, America. This is why we have elections. And there is an election coming up in November. So this Congress, which has not investigated, Mike, here's what they haven't investigated. Okay. Uh, kids being separated from their families at the border. That's a problem, right? Most importantly, now that we're trying to put them back together again, Congress isn't doing an investigation as to why the Department of Health and Human Services and the uh, Home Department of Homeland Security don't know how to get these families back together again. Had no system. Never intended to have them put back together again. Amazing. There would be a hearing every day if this was a Democratic president. A hearing every single day. The president's campaign manager is in jail. He's in jail. Has there been one hearing as to why this guy's in jail? One? There have been five guilty pleas of people who worked on the president's campaign. One hearing on this that's been public? Uh, no, no, I don't want to know. We don't want to know about that. We want to know this guy, Peter Strzok, who had a girlfriend uh, who was also an FBI agent. Uh, he said to her once that he didn't like Donald Trump. Now, if you read the 30,000 texts this guy sent to this woman, uh, he didn't like any politician. He didn't like Hillary Clinton. He didn't like Bernie Sanders. Um, Ted Cruz said far worse things about uh, Donald Trump. Is he part of the deep state? I, 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 um, I, I don't get this, America. I really don't get it. Maybe you do. Maybe you want to call and defend the clown president we have and defend the clowns in Congress. Why don't you do that? Pick up the phone. Give me a call. 631-451-1039. Last week, I was off, Mike. People were texting me. How come you're not taking my calls? Are you afraid to talk to me? Here's what you need to know, America. I am not afraid to talk to you. I am, uh, I, in fact, if you disagree with me, you go to the front of the line. It, it's good radio when people call and disagree with me. It's, it's better radio than when they call and say, Chris, you're the greatest. We love you. Well, although I do like calls like that once in a while. I need it once in a while, especially after like seven negative calls in a row. I need somebody to call me up and tell me how great I am. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. But when it does, I enjoy it. But uh, I was on vacation last week. It was my anniversary, and I didn't want to get divorced. I didn't want to get divorced, Jules. My wife comes in here, sees me doing radio when I should be out on my anniversary. I'm going to get divorced, Jules. Priorities, my man. Priorities. Priorities. (laughs) 631-451-1039. Tonight, by popular demand, I got a guy named Tyrus calling into the show. He's a former pro wrestler. You see him on TV all the time. You see him on Fox sometimes doing a little commentary. I don't know what to make of him. I wouldn't say he's a liberal. I wouldn't say he's a conservative. I'd say he's kind of like a you know libertarian kind of guy. I, I don't know. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about his very colorful life. I mean, the guy used to be Snoop Dogg's bodyguard. He'll be calling at 9 o'clock. We'll talk politics. I'll ask him what he thinks of this whole clown show going on in Congress today. Um, but, of course, I want to hear from you. 631-451-1039. 631-451-1039 is the number. It, it is a complete clown show, and there is no accountability for this president. None. I mean, he finally got rid of uh, Scott Pruitt, who is the EPA administrator, was the EPA administrator till last Friday. 
he finally resigned and his resignation letter was like, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. It was so disgustingly kiss-uppish. But he's gone now after, you know, numerous scandals. Believe me, America, in January, when the Democrats take control of the House of Representatives, there will be hearing after hearing about Scott Pruitt and the things he did. And there should have been hearings by the Republicans about Scott Pruitt and the things he did. Unfortunately, you know, uh, they don't know that their role is to be a check on the president. They just think that the president's on their team. And by the way, the president's not on your team, Congress. The only team President Trump's on is the Trump team. It's him. And if he had to sell you down the river to get a one-inch advantage on something, he would do it immediately. Don't you doubt that for a second, especially if you're out there and you're listening to me tonight and you think that President Trump's your guy and that he believes in you and that you're better off because he's president. Let me explain something to you, America. This man has a long history of screwing people over. This man has a long history of being a con artist. This man will con you. He will screw you. And if he can make an extra dime on your pain, he will do it. So don't you for a second think that this guy has got your back. Believe me, America, he does not. 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. You know, talking about having people's back. You know, we've been part of this thing called the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, uh, a major alliance that has kept the world relatively safe and relatively peaceful the last, I don't know, 60, 70 years now. And this president seems intent on destroying it. I mean, he's in Europe. He's speaking to our allies. And he's just bashing them. And it is, it is disgusting. Talk about not having your back. Not understanding who your friends are. Who are who's with you and who's against you. Not doing what's in the best interest of everybody. Donald Trump is over there representing this country, and he is playing to his base. I I mean, this is the thing I don't get. When the president gets on the road and represents this country, the president needs to represent the country. He doesn't need to go out there and play to his base. This ain't a MAGA rally. Anyway, 631-451-1039. Let me go to the phones. Let me go to Lisa in Connecticut. Lisa, how you doing? Lisa. Hi. How you doing, Lisa in Connecticut? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. What's on your mind? So, I'm bad with names, but I agree with the guy who sent all those texts to his girlfriend. I don't like politicians either. He didn't like anybody. Look, Lisa, did you read these texts? He didn't like anybody. No. Well, I didn't like Trump or Hillary either. So well, I, blame the, I blame the Democratic National Committee for putting her against him because that was a guaranteed loss. Well, she won a primary, against. right? So, you know, it is yeah, what it is. Yeah, who cares? Right? You know, yeah. So did he win a primary, and so did that idiot freaking Nazi guy in Illinois. Yeah, I, I, Illinois I mean, it, it, unfortunately, that's <laughs> what happens. You know, primaries are, are, are base uh, things, and... Uh, and, and sometimes you get Donald Trump 
And and frankly, I think right. Hillary Clinton this was a bad. Ridiculous. I think Hillary Clinton was a bad candidate. But Congress spending all this time exactly. Congress spending all this time investigating this guy. Meanwhile, um, and, and focusing really only those on those two tweets. You know, uh, we don't like Donald Trump. He's a clown, and we're going to do something about it. Like, give me a break. I mean, uh, yeah, Lisa has. I'm sure. You know, you're a woman. I'm sure men have said many a thing to you to try to impress you in your lifetime. Oh, I think I lost her. I think I lost Lisa in Connecticut. All right. She didn't want to, she didn't want to go there. She didn't want to go there with the... Uh... <laughs> hey, at least we reached Connecticut, you know? It's nice to know that our signal travels across the sound. It really does. Why can't it travel east and west? Yeah. What's going on with that? (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to know. Nice to know that our signal carries across the ground. We'll see what happens. 631-451-1039 is our number. We got another one coming in here. Maybe that's Lisa. Maybe she's trying to get back here. Maybe maybe her phone service doesn't work across the sound. Maybe that's the problem. Uh, Is she back on the phone? All right, because I got to ask her this. Lisa, what happened? I got disconnected. I'm driving through the woods. Oh, you're driving through the woods of Connecticut. So, you know, Lisa, I I was saying you're a woman. I'm sure many a man has um, has said something to you uh, to try to impress you. No. Yes, of course. And and don't you think in the middle of even worse? Don't you (laughs) don't you think don't you think that that in the middle of the night when somebody's texting you like, you know, after 11 on a school night? That it's usually even worse what they're saying. Like it's even like they're, you know they're more desperate to impress you. Yes, they are. Exactly. They want a little sex thing. I got right, you. and that's what was going on here. These two were having an affair, and I'm not going to judge them for having an affair. That's that's between them I'm and their gonna, god and their that's spouses. Exactly. Right. They can handle their own lives. Right. That's between them and their spouse, and 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 their god and whoever else they they care about. Um, but. It clearly what was going on here was a, ta- a case of a guy, you know, saying, don't worry, baby, I got this. Right. I mean, that's, that's really what was happening. Right. Here. And it's not a, 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 a in his muscle. Yeah, I know. Right. It's not something for a six hour probe uh, of by Congress. <laughs> right. Insane. I mean, it was, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And like you said, you're listing all these other things that have been going on and we don't hear anything about that. Right. Where's Congress's investigation you know? on what's going on at the border with these children? That's the question I want to know. Don't, yeah, don't even, you and I both. But you know why? Because the Republicans are saying that Hillary is eating the children. She's killing them and drinking their blood. Yeah, because of the Pizzagate scandal, right? I mean, it's it's Hillary's fault right. somehow. Well, yeah, because it's adrenochrome, and that's how they're gonna, you know, that's how they stay young. I'm like, have you looked at her? She's not looking really great. <laughs> Look, I mean, if there was a way to stay yet, young, Lisa, I'd be taking it right now, but that's not out there right now. I just go for a run no, and eat. No, go for a run and eat healthy. But if anybody. But if you look at the women involved, I mean, Melania Trump looks far better than her. So she's doing the same. Well, there are I mean, other. There you know, are, it is. Well, Lisa, thanks for your call. I appreciate it. 631 451 1039 is my number. 631 451 1039 is my number. I don't know where she was going with that, so I figured I better cut it off. You know, it was, you know, I don't, I, I don't think Hillary, look, Hillary Clinton looks like a, a woman uh, in her late 60s. I mean, it is what it is. That's what happens in America. That's what happens in life, right? I mean, uh, and, 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 and yes, Melania Trump is a woman in her fifties and she looks very, very good. Whatever. Donald Trump's a guy in his seventies. He looks bad, <laughs> really, really bad. Trust me, America. If there was a way for Donald Trump to drink the blood of immigrant children to stay young, he'd be drinking the blood of immigrant children to stay young. And he'd be saying he was doing it for America. Okay. 
And his base would eat it up and they'd be like, yes, Donald Trump, stay young for America because you want to be king for life. I mean, this is the thing. I, I mean, I can't tell you I, how many calls I took during the Obama administration about how Obama was going to declare himself king and serve out a third term. I can't tell you how many times that happened. Meanwhile, this guy is out there saying, openly musing about being president for life. Being jealous of Kim Jong-un and uh, Xi Jinping, who are presidents for life. Jealous of Putin. Other strongmen. Erdogan in Turkey. You know, but where is the pushback from the right that was so concerned about the fate of our republic during Obama, who was really a moderate. Where's the concern when a president says things like that? Where is the concern? I mean, look, the Congress passed a mildly worded resolution, non-binding resolution, supporting NATO today or yesterday. Yay! All of these people that support this president say, we need a strong military. You know, the president's out there saying our NATO allies need to have, need to be spending 2% on military. That's the big beef here, that, that not all of them are spending 2% on military. But, you know, Germans building up their military. What could go wrong? What could go wrong with an armed Europe? Oh, we've only had two world wars there. Really three, if you count, you know, the... There, a couple of them happened in, in, you know, U.S. didn't get involved, but, you know, France conquered Europe in the 1800s, too. <laughs> Been a lot of wars in Europe. But he's saying, you know, well, they're not doing 2%. Well, you know, maybe America should just spend 2% on, on defense then. Maybe the way for us to get our allies to spend more on defense is for us to cut back on defense spending. Maybe put some of that money into roads and bridges and hospitals and schools and airports. Or maybe, you know, give some of that money back to the people or not run a deficit every year. I mean, the president's out there saying, the president is out there saying, oh, these guys are not spending enough. Okay, well, maybe we spend too much. Maybe we don't need to be spending as much as we spend about 30% of our GDP on, well, not third GDP, but about, we spend about 9% of our GDP and about 30% of our federal budget, 40%, depending on how you look at it, maybe even more, on defense. And the president wants, you know, from what I hear out of his mouth, he wants to spend more. He wants a bigger Navy. Our Navy right now is bigger than any other Navy. All, pretty much all the other navies in the world combined are smaller than our Navy. But no, he needs a bigger Navy. He wants to start a space force. Uh, for what? I don't know. I don't know what's invading us from space. We already have the, uh, the Space Command, which is run out of the Air Force deals with our satellites. What's the Space Force going to do? It's going to be a separate arm of the armed forces. How much is that going to cost? I bet you that's going to cost more than the 2% Iceland's going to kick in to NATO. I mean, Iceland's got about 15,000 people. There are more people in this airport right now. Probably more people listening to my show right now. 
than live in Iceland. Think about that. So what's their 2% going to do? What are they going to do? They don't even have an army. What do they want them to do? What are they supposed to spend the money on? I don't know. You tell me, America. Think about it. 631-451-1039 is the number. I'm here all night. I'm live. And it is a Thursday night. I know I say that all the time on reruns. Mike, we got to come back. I got to cut some like, uh, hey, I'm not live tonight. Exactly. Not 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this encore presentation. This is not an encore presentation. This is actually the live thing. Although it will be rerun. Later on Eventually this week. week. But it is like, if you're, if it's 8.30 almost, and it's Thursday, uh, what's it, July 11th? 12th. 12th. July 12th. I'm live, and I'm taking your call. 631-451-1039. You're listening to Chris Hahn Show. I'll be right back. Everything else you heard today, and listen up. The Chris Hahn Show is on the air. All right. I'm back. I'm live. 631-451-1039 is my number. If you want to be part of the national conversation, 631-451-1039. I got Tyrus joining me at the top of the hour, 9 o'clock. First time on the Chris Hahn Show. I don't know him. Uh, never actually met him, uh, but somebody tweeted at me, why don't you have Tyrus on? And they put Tyrus in the tweet, and Tyrus tweeted back at me. He goes, yeah, man, why don't you have me on? <laughs> it's, like, it's easy as that, right? I don't know. <laughs> you can come on. You got 90,000 followers. That seems pretty good. Yeah, man. I looked him up. Professional wrestler, pundit. He's got a lot going on. I, I, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to having him. You knew who he was. 100%. Man. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he seems like a pretty uh, interesting guy uh, with a lot of opinions. It's one too. of the things I carried on with me from my childhood is, is love, I, I love of wrestling. I kind of like a guy like Tyrus who's got like uh, you know he played college football he was a uh, a professional wrestler but he's no idiot he's got no, a lot of he, opinions I don't exactly. agree with his, a lot some of his opinions that's fair enough but he's got a lot of opinions he's a smart opinionated guy so we'll talk a little bit about his life and then we'll talk about what's going on in the world I'll, I'll get his perspective and exactly maybe we'll argue maybe we won't uh, I mean if he was sitting here in front of me I might not be as willing to argue but he's in California right now so it'll take him at least a week to get here to beat me up there so, you go there you uh, go so it's good to go 631-451-1039 you can also tweet at me at Christopher Hahn on Twitter, at Christopher Hahn on Twitter. I will not be on Janine Pirro's show this weekend. I'm going to see the Foo Fighters. So uh, I am, uh, I'm taking the weekend off, but I will be uh, back on Fox News on Monday night with uh, Laura Ingram, and I'll probably be doing Tucker at some point next week, too. He's been on vacation this week, so I don't have that thing booked yet, but it'll, uh, it'll happen. Trust me, America. And then I'll be back on Janine Pirro next Saturday, but I'll be here first. Uh, to talk politics with you here on the Chris Hahn Show. 631-451-1039. Let's talk about this NATO thing, guys. Let's talk about our president be clowning himself in Europe and uh, saying all sorts of nasty things about our allies. Um, he, he, it's, he clearly doesn't understand NATO. I want to play this clip. Play number one for me, Mike. By Russia. 
because they were getting from 60 to 70 percent of their energy from Russia and a new pipeline. And you tell me if that's appropriate, because I think it's not. And I think it's a very bad thing for NATO. NATO is an alliance of 29 nations, and uh, there are sometimes differences and uh, different views and also some disagreements. And the uh, gas uh, uh, pipeline from Russia to Germany is one issue where allies uh, disagree. But the strength of NATO is that despite these differences, we have always been able to unite around our core task uh, to protect and defend each other because we understand that we are stronger together than uh, apart. But Germany, as far as I'm concerned, is captive to Russia because it's getting so much of its energy from Russia. So we're supposed to protect Germany, but they're getting their energy from Russia. Explain that. And it can't be explained. You know that. So um, let me try to explain to the president um, that we're supposed to protect Germany part and the difference between a trade agreement Free trade, right? I mean, we trade with China. Uh, I I said to the president yesterday uh, via tweet, um, you know, we trade with China, who is our adversary. Just look on the back of your tie if you forget, because you made your ties there, even though we have significant differences with the Chinese. We still trade with them. Germany trades with Russia. They built the pipeline so that Russia could sell natural gas to Germany. But it should also be noted that Germany is leading the world in renewable energy to wean themselves off of fossil fuels. In fact, they're using less fossil fuel than any other industrialized country in the world. So Germany trading with Russia does not mean that Germany is captive by the Russians. In fact, Germany has been the bulwark in Europe in enforcing sanctions against Russia for their actions in the Crimea. It is amazing to me that the president of the United States doesn't have this basic understanding of foreign policy. We do not protect Germany. Simply, this is not like the mob protecting his construction site where, you know, he pays the mob protection money and then they don't let the union guys walk off the job is what I think he's thinking. No, that's not what happens here. We're not making sure that the trash gets picked up in Germany, Mr. President. What you actually are happening in Germany and and in Europe is that we are part of an alliance that is for our mutual benefit. It is in our best interest to be aligned with the Europeans and with our NATO allies to be a bulwark against Russian aggression. In fact, it was formed in 1949 when we saw that there was Russian aggression, that they were taking on these satellite states, the former Soviet Union. This is not like some protection ring. That's not what this is. The fact that they trade and they have trade partners, we trade with Russia, we trade with China, as we should. Countries that trade together tend not to get into wars with each other. That's a good thing. You don't want to fight with your customers. Your interest should then be to actually work together to resolve conflicts. But our alliance assures that Russia will be kept in check. And in fact, I mean, the Europeans on whole spend more money on defense than the Russians do. And it might not be the 2% of GDP that 
the NATO alliance calls for. But by the way, America, make no mistake, the 2% goal is a goal for 2025. It is not a goal for today. And by next year, eight of the 24 nations in NATO will uh, reach that goal. The president doesn't care. The president wants to scream and shout and then come out and tell us he made a deal and that everything's going to be good. That deal's already been made. Every president has pushed our NATO allies to spend more on defense. Every single one. At least in recent years. So, you know, these are things that we used to hold sacred, right? How are Republicans out there defending this man, this man who will besmirch the Germans and then praise Vladimir Putin, who he will be sitting down with later this week alone, America? This man is going to go into a room alone with Vladimir Putin. Now, I don't know what that is. I don't want to say that, you know, Vladimir Putin is, uh, you know, that, that this guy, uh, Donald Trump is an, a, a double agent and Vladimir Putin's his handler. I don't want to say that. I don't think the president is a Russian asset. I do think, though, that the Russians have something on this president. This man who will fight and scrap with everyone has never fought and scrapped with Putin. Not once. Not ever. And meanwhile, the clowns in the House of Representatives today were talking to a guy who was involved with the investigation, and they were not talking about how Putin infiltrated our election. They wanted to talk about his pillow talk. Meanwhile, the president is getting ready to go have a meeting with his buddy Vlad. And where is the questions for that? I don't know, 631-451-1039. Let me go to my man, Joe from Brookhaven. Joe, you're on the call. How you doing? Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm doing great, man. What's on your mind? <laughs> ah, I'm missing Kill Me. Uh, kill Me sitting in Pawtucket, but that's all right. Uh, I'll take you over that. There you I'm go. All right, we're into this 45 minutes. I, I'm waiting for my phone to charge. So like, not one thing I agree with you on. I'm just sitting here saying, Mike, everything, every single thing, you're wrong. But the whole <laughs> war ended in the late 80s. We're not at war with Russia. I'm not paying. So I have no problem. I don't want to pay for uh, Germany. Well, well then wait, wait, wait. wait. Then, 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 Joe, maybe we should just cut defense spending then. Why are we why are we the only ones spending money on defense? If if we don't have to defend Europe, if we don't have to defend Asia, why are we why are we spending, you know, trillions of dollars every year on defense when we should just be rebuilding our own country? We we are, we're protecting our own peace through strength. Well, That's yeah, but where doing. where are we going to go? Like if we're not going to be in Europe, if we don't need those bases anymore, okay, let's close them down. Why do we need why do we need an, an additional aircraft carrier group? If we're not going to be the defender of uh, peace and justice and democracy around the world, I, I don't understand. We have already putting up almost four percent. So okay, we're putting up a lot more than we're putting up about nine percent. I I I I don't understand though if the president is so look and again I think every president has called for uh, our European allies to, to spend more on defense, Joe. 
I, I think that's true. It's just the way this man does it in a way that's like embarrassing. And saying that Germany's owned by the Russians because they have a gas pipeline, that's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Billions, billions of dollars that the deal they're making, they're going to pay to Russia while we're protected. They're going to buy gas from Russia in their private economy. The Germans themselves aren't doing it. It's their pri- Their citizens are buying gas. And, but our citizens, us, me, you, we're paying for the protect well, Germany. Well, okay, so we buy, no. we buy oil from we buy oil from the Saudis and, and the Middle East. Are we are we owned by them? No, but we pay for it. Of course, Germany's and so are us. they, and they're paying Germany's for not it. Giving, wait a minute, Chris, your argument's off. Germany's not giving us money for our defense. So you can make Germany is Germany is is slightly below the two percent margin where they're supposed to be for defense. Slightly below. And and Joe well, and Joe it. Joe, remember the last time the Germans spent a lot of money on defense? How'd that work out? Anyway, thanks for your call, Joe. Six three one four five one one zero three nine. How did that work out? I remember my family had to flee with the shirts on their back. I remember that part. I remember them trying to exter- Well, not trying. They did exterminate half my family. My grandfather barely made it out. My grandmother barely made it out. And my Italian family, how did they do when, it, when Italy decided to become militaristic in the 1930s? How'd they do? How was that like? I, I know my grandfather had to run for his life. So, you know, let's be clear, America, a Europe armed to the teeth is not really what we need. I, I know that the president has bought into the fact that more guns solve all problems. I know that's like his philosophy now. But we have experienced a fully militarized Europe just less than a hundred years ago. And it was not good. It was not good. The European Union, which the president and his allies seem to be intent on breaking down, frankly. You got Steve Bannon over there right now. They want to tear down the European Union. Well, the European Union has these guys sitting around a table solving problems collectively instead of picking up arms and fighting each other. We like to think of Europe as a monolith, that they're all just, you know, one race of people. No, they don't think of themselves that way. The French and the German and the English and the Spanish, they're all very different in their minds. I mean, they all agree on soccer. Or football, as they call it. Now, I've watched a lot of the World Cup. They all agree on that. But I don't know if uh, arming these countries further is the resolution to all of uh, our problems here in America. In fact, I don't even know that we have a problem. And if they're going to be spending more on defense, then we should be able to spend less if we are aligned with them. So, you know, let's hope that the president's badgering them to spend more money quicker than they already agreed to do 
<laughs> leads to them spending more money and us lead, spending less. But somehow, I don't think that's the case. I don't think we are then going to say, you know what? Let's just slice a trillion dollars off of our defense spending this year. Maybe we don't need that extra aircraft carrier if Britain's going to build their own. Maybe we don't need that. Now that Germany's stepping up and, you know, putting 200,000 additional men under arms, maybe we could take 100,000 off of ours and not spend that money. Spend that money on rebuilding our roads. Have you driven around this country lately? Have you driven on the roads in this country lately? I mean, our, our Congress sure looks like a banana republic, and so do our roads in some spots. They need to be invested on. The infrastructure is old in this country. Taking some money from defense and putting it into roads would be a great thing, I think. I'm not saying that we should go down and have an army like Iceland. But let's count the money that we're asking Europe to spend. And I'm sure it's a lot when you, you know, combine you know, the many nations of NATO together spending 2%. I mean, the GDP of the EU is about the same as us. And if they're all spending 2%, well, that should be allow us to go down to 2%. I'd love it if we were only spending 2% on arms in this country. I would love it. Somehow, I don't think that's what the president meant. Somehow, I think we're still going to spend way more than we need to, even when Europe's spending over 2% on defense. 631-451-1039 is my number, 631-451 if you want to be part of the national conversation. A little later on, in about 10 minutes, I've got Tyrus joining me at the top of the hour. Interesting guy, I can't wait to talk to him. Uh, By popular demand, I had a a request on Twitter to have Tyrus on my show. So uh, I didn't know Tyrus, I wasn't following him on Twitter, we wound up following each other and uh, direct message and set up for the show. That's how it happened, man, that's it. Just like that. 631-451-1039 is the number. 631-451-1039. But that's the key, man. I, I mean, this is the argument I don't hear being made. I mean, I, I haven't had a chance to be on any television shows about this. I've been on about the Supreme Court and about a bunch of other issues, but I have not been on about the president yelling at NATO. I'm not, I haven't been on. I'm not going to be on probably until Monday other than my appearance on Channel 5 tonight, which is about this crazy hearing that went on today. But now that you think about it, I haven't been able to comment on it, and I haven't heard commenters saying, well, okay, let Europe spend more on defense, and we could spend less. We could cut our military down. We could get a peace dividend. We haven't seen a peace dividend in this country. We need to put some money into things other than new planes and new guns and new missiles and new ships. We already have the biggest Navy in the world. And I believe correctly that it is bigger than all the other navies combined. We have more aircraft carriers than there are. I mean, look, I think only two other countries have aircraft carriers, 
right? China has one that's barely an aircraft carrier. Russia has one that can't make it out of the inland seas. It's got to be towed. We have, I think, six aircraft carriers that we could project power anywhere in the world quickly. State of the art. And I think we got another one coming. Maybe we could just end it there. We don't need to keep building aircraft carriers. I mean, think about this for a minute. You want them to spend more. Are you saying we're going to spend less? Because let me tell you something, Mr. President, if that's what you're doing, I'm with you. I am with you. Spend less. It's nonsense. Doesn't mean I don't support the military. Doesn't mean I think the military is not great. Don't get on me for that. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is A plus B has to equal C. And if you're saying that they need to spend more, that means it's taking some of the burden off of us. I agree with that sentiment. I second that emotion. I haven't heard that man say that, though. He just wants bigger, better, more. Gimme, 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 gimme. If I had to sum up Donald Trump, that's how I'd sum him up. Gimme, 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 gimme. It's a lot of nonsense. It's a lot of nonsense. And it is something that we need to get on really quick. All right, America. I got Cyrus. I got Tyrus joining me uh, soon. 631-451-1039 is my number. I'll get back to you in the bottom of the hour. You listen to the Chris Han Show. Keep it where it's at. Favorite progressive, The Chris Hahn Show. All right, I'm back. I'm live. 631 451 1039. I'm going to go back to the phones because my guest. Tyrus uh, is somehow unavailable, and maybe uh, there's a little technical problem getting in touch with him, but we will figure that out. Hopefully, we'll get him on tonight. If not, we'll get him on another time. I was really looking forward to this, so I'm a little disappointed, but 631-451-1039 is my number. If you want to be part of the national conversation, pick up the phone and call me as uh, our producers here, the Crack Chris Hahn team, tries to get Tyrus back on the phone. 631-451-1039 is my number. Uh, if you want to be part of the national conversation, you want to tell me what you think about this whole deal. Uh, you know, Trump going to sit down with Putin one-on-one by himself. Now, uh, you know, here we are. The whole country is basically, uh, you know, asking the question whether they, you know, really believe it or not. They're asking the question, how did the Russians impact this election? Why were they so supportive of Trump? And now you've got Trump going to Russia, not going to Russia. He's going to meet with him in Finland. 
but he will sit down with Putin one-on-one, no aides, just an interpreter. And I think only the Russian interpreter. He doesn't want a U.S. interpreter with him. He's worried what might get out. So let's let the Russians put out whatever they want to put out. That's the problem I see here, right? The president is going to Europe. He is going to meet, have a summit with Putin in Helsinki. And I hear Helsinki's beautiful this time of year. And he's going to do it alone. Now, when you're a guy who half the country thinks may have been assisted by Vladimir Putin, don't you find that as a kind of suspicious move for him to make? Now, I don't know what his relationship with Putin is. It might be nothing. But, you know, here's what I've been saying, America. One of my biggest disappointments with Donald Trump, if you ask me privately, what is my biggest disappointment with Donald Trump in his two years as president, 18 months as president? Unlike any other president ever, this president has done nothing to try to get people who did not support him to support him. He has done nothing to try to win that support. And this is the question I keep asking myself time and time again. Why is that? Why is he punking people who didn't vote? Like, look, every president, Obama did it. Bush did it. You may or may not be successful at it. You try to expand your base. You try to get more people to support you. You don't just sit back and uh, you don't just sit back and rely on your base. He wants to fire up his base at every opportunity he gets. When he's at NATO complaining about Germany, he is not speaking as the president of the United States to the world, even though that's what he is, in his mind, he's firing up those crowds in Sheboygan. They're going to come out with their MAGA hats on and support him. I don't get that. I don't understand how that's the play. So by going to see Putin alone... All it's going to do is make people like me more suspicious of him. Like, I'm not saying the president shouldn't meet with other world leaders. I'm not saying that at all. But normally when you meet with another world leader, you have your diplomat with you. You have somebody from your State Department with you. You have your chief of staff with you, your secretary of state with you, secretary of defense. He's going to meet with him one-on-one. Because the relationship is everything. If I have a good relationship with Putin, if we get along. I'm sorry, Mr. President. Putin is playing chess and you are playing with yourself. Okay. This is not even checkers. Okay. This is a guy who's been playing this game. World diplomacy. Very well. For 30 years almost. 20 years. You've been playing it for 18 months. 
How is this a fair fight? You should go there with your most experienced diplomat. Standing by your side, there should be a detailed record of what was said in that meeting so that one side isn't confused or can come out and put a message out that is confusing, which, by the way, absolutely will happen. You watch. It's amazing to me, absolutely amazing to me, that this is what this man does. No thought for ever reaching out. And I'm not saying, look, you're not going to get the hardened liberal in America to like you, Mr. President. But what about the person in the middle? What about them? 631-451-1039 is the number. 631-451-1039. We're still waiting to see if Tyrus calls in or if we get Tyrus. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, usually when a guest stands me up like this, I will uh, say all sorts of bad things about them. But this guy is six foot eight. <laughs> six foot eight and a former professional wrestler. Uh, I think I'm going to refrain from my normal barrage of insults on Tyrus. Uh, you know, You know, especially since I don't even know him. Uh, never met him, but I did confirm the appearance. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe there's something going on. Uh, I'm not going to judge. We'll see what happens. If not, we'll get him back here another time. Uh, hopefully. Uh, but I could take your calls too. 631-451-1039 is the number. If you want to get on the national conversation, 631-451-1039 is my number. You watch me on TV. You follow me on Twitter at Christopher Hahn on Twitter at Christopher Hahn on Twitter, uh, is my, uh, handle, uh, if you want to be part of that, maybe he joined HQ and he's making it to the 12th question. It's tech night. For some reason my phone wasn't working, but I did log in enough to have my fifth day in a row. So I will have an extra life. Not that any of my fans out there are, are joining HQ and putting my handle in Sion 71 to help me get extra lives. I got one too. I don't know how I got it because I definitely didn't log in five days in a row. Maybe you were part of that thing where the whole where the game went down. They gave everybody an extra life. Could be. Yeah, yeah. So. It was like half, not everybody went down, but enough people went down. Um, yeah, no, I understand. Due to a glitch that uh-huh. they gave pe- those people extra lives. It's random. Like sometimes on a Saturday night they'll do an HQ like three in the morning. You yeah, I love it. Look, oh, all right. Uh, I love <laughs> it. it. Every time the thing buzzes, I I turn it on. My wife's <laughs> like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm playing HQ. I'm playing HQ. I love it." Yeah, that's what you're doing last Thursday on your anniversary playing HQ all night. Uh, I did not play <laughs> HQ on my anniversary. But I do have five days in a row now. I did uh, get an extra there life. I'm go. happy about that, uh, although I couldn't play the game. But 631-451-1039 is my number. If you don't know what HQ is, download it. It is a, um, I mean, it's a game show you play on your phone. It's a daily trivia show that gives you a chance to earn real money. Real money. I mean, you're not going to earn a lot of money. Uh, Unless but, they do the big prizes, well, sometimes they do a big prize, and sometimes they do one where you where only one person wins. I like those. Yeah, those are that's a tough one, though. That's yeah, tough. Sometimes you get to like 15, 20 questions. Yeah, right? yeah. And one time they did that, nobody won. Nobody they both won. got eliminated on the yeah. same question. So uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's funny. Uh, it doesn't take a whole lot of time. It's like ten minutes. If uh, yeah, yeah. If you, and if you make you it to get the knocked end. out on the sixth question, yeah. seventh question, it's like five minutes exactly. So, so and you uh, need to learn some fun facts. Yeah, so. you learn some fun facts. Yeah. It's a fun time. The host is uh, Scott Rogowski. Yeah, is the host. He's a funny guy. Master, he's a good dude. Very what funny. He writes guy. his jokes. I think he writes his own. He's a comedian. Oh, all of their hosts are comedians. Are comedians. They're all. They got a couple guys. They got uh, the other guy that's on at night now. Midnight guy. Um, Matt. 
Matt was funny is his is his Twitter handle. Oh, there you yeah, go. I, I, can't I never really, I haven't seen him yet. I've only but. seen him twice. I, I don't know him like I know Rogowski. And they got the woman with the uh, the British accent. The British accent. Sarah, no, uh, she's good too. But Rogowski is you know he's, he's the man. He's the yeah. quiz, quiz daddy. They call him quiz daddy. <laughs> but I don't know uh, how he yeah. got that job. That's that's really cool. Turns out that HQ started a year ago yesterday. Really? And it was a beta version. The first game only had 49 contestants. All right. And the prize was 50 bucks. Okay. So uh, it was a beta version. I, so I, I, whoever won that still yeah, won more. We, month, you still win more money for the, the, the first game yeah, than you would do normally now. Next month is the one-year anniversary of it. I mean, where it actually launched live, where it went yeah. you know, broad. Um, you know, and, and, and they only had about, 40, like you said, 49, 50 contestants that night. And now you get... Two million. Sometimes. Yeah, about two million. Yeah, I mean, good it, night. it's fantastic. It's a lot of fun, uh, and it's uh, it's something you do. It's I just, just don't get how they make money. I really don't, I don't get how they make money <laughs> I either. either. I mean, they're not trying to sell you anything. Exactly. They get sponsors occasionally. Occasionally, like, like a movie will come out. And, right. You know, we're doing this or the, or the final the final. Fly. Right. They had the kid. The, they had the guy from um, Get Out on last night. Okay. And he has a new movie about him being a telemarketer or something like that. Yes, yes. The, Do Not Call or something? Yes, or the, the trailer goes, use your English voice. The, uh, one of the guys tells him to use his English voice when he's calling people. Yeah. It's funny. Or use, yeah. Your, use your white voice. Use your white voice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, uh, it's an interesting, uh, interesting thing that they sometimes have celebrities there and they yeah. sometimes... You know, but it's it's like, where are they making money? What's the business they're model? They're taking all of our idea, uh, identities. Well, maybe that's what it is. I mean, maybe they're just <laughs> they're selling, selling the selling information. Right. Yeah, they could be doing Because you're asking questions so they know what you're interested in, right? You, they, know, they know what you know. They know they what you know what know. you know. And, and usually these questions are pop culture or, you know, history. Pop culture, history. And yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. And yeah. I get knocked out usually on like some modern pop culture for like kids that are younger than me. <laughs> you know, so that's what I get. That's why I'm happy I have extra life now. Yeah. I'm going to go all the way. I'm going all the so. way. I hope so. Next, within the next week, I will go all the way. Um, it's a, it's a, uh, I usually make it a question nine. That's it, about the average. Yeah. Eight, six, uh, like seven, eight, nine is usually I've my made average. it to the final question, but I did not win. So, um, that's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah, really bad. Really? And, you, yeah. and you know what? I kind of knew it the minute I pressed the button that I pressed the wrong one. That's another thing. Once you, once you press your answer, you cannot change your answer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, six three one four five one one zero three nine. I'm not here to talk about HQ. I'm here to talk about politics. Although I do talk about pop culture sometimes. I was going to talk about pop culture with this guy. Uh, you know uh, what's his name? But he he he, he stood me up. <laughs> Tyrus. Tyrus, you stood me up. I hope nothing bad happened to Tyrus. I hope we hope you're okay. We hope you're okay. But but come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. I'm running a radio show here, Tyrus. Come on. Especially. Do I got to get into a Twitter feud with this guy? Oh, Is it safe for me to do that? Yeah, it's an internet. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a, and I'm going to run into him at Fox. He's going to pick me up and exactly. throw me through, somewhere. through a desk. I, I want to see that one. That's cool. <laughs> They're going to go viral finally. You know? I, I, I've been going viral a lot lately. I don't know if you've noticed. I got to, you know, I should have had you pull this clip. Last week, or was it Monday? I can't remember. What, I think it was last week. I was on with a guy named Carter Page. For those of you who don't know who Carter Page is, Carter Page advised the president uh, on Russian matters. And Carter Page is the subject of this hearing today. Uh, Peter Strzok uh, sought a FISA warrant to follow 
Carter Page into the Trump campaign. Now, the FBI had been monitoring Carter Page since 2012 and had taken out four other FISA warrants on Carter Page. And the guy shows up at the Trump campaign. So I'm on Tucker Carlson right after Carter Page. And Tucker Carlson starts asking me about Carter Page. And I start telling Tucker Carlson what I think about Carter Page. And then Carter Page is brought back into the conversation. They blindsided you. They ambushed me. (laughs) That sneaky Tucker Carlson. I mean, I, I saw it coming a mile away. But... So Tucker Page is uh, Tucker Page. Carter Page is brought back into the conversation, and I call Carter Page to his face a useful idiot, which is what he is. A u- the Russians. There was the guy. There was a guy he met with early on in his career, who was a Russian spy who asked him to produce certain documents, which Carter Page gave. It turns out, you know, it was it was inane stuff, but that's how they get you started. In the spy game, that's how they turn you. They get you to give you something that doesn't matter, and then they get you to get give you something that matters. So Tucker, this Carter Page met with this spy. So Tucker brings Carter Page in to say, well, what did you give them? What did you give the spy? What did you give the Russian diplomat? And I kept saying, who was a spy, right? And, and, and Carter goes, well, it was a syllabus to my class. I was teaching on nuclear physics or whatever it was. I, I can't, you know, whatever. And I go, yes, that's how they recruit useful idiots. And the, and the Russian spy in a communication that was intercepted by the FBI referred to Carter Page as a useful idiot. So I used that word. To describe, I said, this is what how they described you. Carter Page seems like a nice enough guy. But he did, and I, I was trying to make the point, and I'm trying to make the point to you too, America. Can you see why the FBI would be suspicious of him? They tra- The Russians tried to recruit him. He traveled to Russia often since the time of his recruitment. Attempted recruitment, maybe. Can you see why it is reasonable to think that this was a Russian attempt to infiltrate the Trump campaign and the FBI should be suspicious of it. That was the point I was trying to make on Tucker Carlson. The only thing that went viral was me calling him a useful idiot. I mean, the whole clip went viral, but it was, you know, I said, they referred to you as a useful idiot. Can you see why? And and look, I want to make this point right now. I'm going to make it again. I've made it many, many times, America. I hope to God that the president of the United States was not involved with the Russians interfering in our election. I hope that this was just something that was a big coincidence, that he had no direct involvement. I hope that Carter Page is completely innocent. I've seen him on TV. The guy does not shy away from interviews. Even after this interview where I called the guy a useful idiot, Mike, they were. So they you found it. He tweeted to me. That you attempted to make sound so sinister. Let's play it. To nothing, that Carter Page was not, in fact, spying for the Russian government, that he was not a mole. They knew it's that. They already. No, they knew that. And yet they got a FISA warrant against him already. Don't you think that the U.S. government, for it spies on its own citizens, ought to have a good reason, and that that reason shouldn't be made up by a political activist like Peter Strzok or his girlfriend, Lisa Page? 
So the fact that he'd been communicating with senior Russian officials, including members of their spy rings in Russia, and then he goes to Russia with the permission of Corey Lewandowski. He goes to Russia in 2016 during the campaign. I think the FBI would be suspicious, and I think so that they should have been suspicious. What? And okay, they should look on. into it. Let, since you've raised this allegation, we have actually Carter Page in the studio. I want to ask the what these documents were. And I, I mean, let's get very specific here. You passed documents the to a Russian spy. Did you betray your country? What were the documents? And why aren't you in prison right now if that was a felony? Tucker, this is complete spin. I was teaching a this course the actual at guy. New York University uh, called Energy in the World in so he's the spring semester teaching about nuclear energy, by the way. Just and I had a coffee with uh, a diplomat from the Russian consulate. And... I uh, showed was a him. Spy. <laughs> I showed him a couple of uh, he, he was of the, a spy. the course, the course materials from my you uh, gave academic him documents course. that he oh. requested. But wait, hold on, wait, wait, Chris, Chris, before you before you impugn, before you impugn his patriotism <laughs> as an American, all right, shut it off. That's me calling him. I just said it's what the GRU do when they recruit a useful idiot, which is absolutely true. You ask anybody about this. This is tradecraft. This is how they get you to come in. Now, Carter Page, I hope he's... in it. After this debate, Carter Page tweets at me and Tucker Carlson and says, thank you for the honest debate. I, I mean, he's a hard guy not to like. He's very nice, but he's... Most spies are. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's just... He's either just super dumb... Super gullible or a really good spy. I don't know what it is. I hope he's not a spy, Mike. I don't want to think that there's spies in America working on presidential campaigns. Russian spies. Do you know how disgusting that is? You know how bad that is for this country and for the republic? Do you know how far down the rabbit hole we are if that's true? And how are we going to get out of it when 40% of Americans will take a bullet for this guy? We won't believe anything the FBI and the CIA or Robert Mueller or Congress find out. How do we get out of that? Is it the end of the republic as we know it? That is a scary thought to me. Trust me, I am not rooting for that. Not even a little bit. I am rooting that this is all nothing, that the Russians did this on their own and the president had no involvement in it. And we've got to have real sanctions and real action to make sure they don't do it again. That's what I hope we find out. But I'll tell you what, Paul Manafort sitting in jail right now, the president's campaign manager, should say to all of you that that's not what we're going to find. Anyway, 631-451-1039 is the number. Taking your calls, other side of the break. Listen to Chris Hancho, keep it where it's at. Don't like what you hear? Grow a pair. Pick up the phone and try to tell him why he's wrong. The Chris Hahn Show. All right, I'm back. And I am live and I'm taking your calls. 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039. We haven't found out if, like, Tyrus was, like, abducted or something, right? I mean, did he uh, somehow... Nothing on the, there's been nothing on the news. Yeah, I've been looking for it. I, I've seen nothing other than the fact I've been stood up. 
I don't know how far I should take this, Mike. I don't know how far I should take this. We're going to find out what happens first. Yeah. Make sure he's okay. I I hope he's okay. And then you go from there. Hope everything's fine. We'll have a full report next week on the Chris Hahn Show. I will be live next week as well. I'm not taking... I've been taking a lot of uh, on again, off agains because of the holidays and everything, but uh, that's done now. I'm, I'm here for a couple of weeks, and I'll be taking your calls. I'll be live. 631-451-1039 uh, is my number. 631-451-1039. This is the first, I think this is the first guest in the history of the Chris Hahn Show to completely stand me up. No call, no nothing. I've had a guest back out last minute, but I've always been told. I've never... In the history of this show, had somebody just bail on me. First time for everything. It's very dangerous for me right now because I'm very mad and he's very big. Exactly. So I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to assume something horrible happened. Don't go crazy. Or, or flip out. Like, yeah, I'm not going to flip out. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're thinking, who is coming with me, Mike? Exactly. Who is coming with me? I'm with you, bud. All right, good. I'm with you, too, by the way. The Biddleman Show this Saturday and this Sunday night. 7.30. 7.30. Who do you got on this Sunday? This Sunday, I have uh, the band 145. They were used to be on X Factor. Oh. Uh, they're Long Island natives from Bayshore. And, okay. Uh, you know, talking about uh, where, where they've been for the last five years and what they're doing and the new projects coming out. Yeah, Very good. There, yeah. Very good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Two, cool, two cool cats. And they'll make some great music, too. So two Are they going to play live? Uh, they, we don't play live. Why not? Uh, Cause uh, there's, there's like limiters on the board, so whenever like we do like live stuff, you, like when, the bass. Were you hits. here when I had my friend from Nine Days G- guitar? Play live? No, they're, they're they're like rappers. Or I thought there, you so. were here that I night. was. I yeah. actually was. Yeah, we put the uh, the, the acoustic guitar. Yeah. yeah. So well, if they, we have more acoustic sets, then that, that'd be more uh, yeah. feasible. But um, yeah, so check that out, and then check out the after show, which we play a lot more music, and it's a little uh, you know behind the scenes, a little dirtier. But, um, my serious show, basically. I you know, am going to be watching that. That's on Facebook. The Biddleman Show on Facebook. And I have. Bittleman shows to catch up on, but I, I will definitely be catching up on. I haven't listened to my show. I haven't listened to anything. Hey man, it's summertime. Relax, do I'm you? Just hanging out, whatever you want to do. I got to listen. I got to catch up. But make sure you catch up on the Bittleman show this Sunday night, seven thirty p.m. Yes, sir. For your drive home from the beach. Yep, yeah, hanging out. It's a little Sunday night You're relaxation. About Long Island music. This guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, man. So come on. producing my show for a couple of years, so uh, I'm trying to support him. I think he's going to do okay. And by the way, speaking bad. of, uh, you know, you, you did the Tom Cruise. Um, Jerry Maguire thing. Okay. Now. Yes. I just saw the Tom Cruise movie American Made. Oh, you just saw that? I just saw it. I watched it on cable. Really good, actually. Really good. <laughs> really good. You know, the thing about Tom Cruise is, you can, we all know it's Tom Cruise, right? He's just a good actor. You there's, forget. A, there's, there's a reason why. He, yeah. He's a good actor. 100%. He's a, you know, forget about the Scientology nonsense uh-huh. and the famous and all this other stuff. And we've been watching him since he was 13 years old. I watched, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. And it's and like, I, it's, it's an under the radar nobody movie. Nobody even knew about it. I don't even remember coming out. Yeah, it's really good. Tom Cruise movie. The guy does not, I, I can't think of a Tom a Cruise ba- movie. A really I can't bad, think of a bad one. one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm thinking about going to watch it again. I'm reading up on the guy. It's a true story. Uh, yeah. It's, it's I, I, I highly recommend it. It's on HBO right now. Yes. Uh, American it's called Made. American Made. And it is good. Yeah. So rent it. Watch it on HBO if you don't yeah. have, you know, if you have HBO or rent it. It is a, it is a fine film. And I highly recommend it. So it's based on a true story about a real guy who was recruited by the CIA and and it it's about his adventures, and uh, I won't tell you the whole story because I want you to watch the movie. But yeah. 
It's a good movie, and Tom Cruise is really good at it. Really good at it. Really good at it. Like even the Mission Impossible's, even though there's six of them, like they're all they're decent, mo- they're decent movies. I've never not <laughs> yeah, liked yeah. the Mission Impossible. Exactly, right? They're, I mean, they're they're okay as well. You know, they're, they're, they're all since 1996. That was the first 95. one. 96. 96. I know exactly because I remember the first one I saw. I saw it at a drive-in movie theater outside of Albany. Really? Yeah. That sounds awesome. That, yeah, that's the first time I had a drive-in movie with my, my ex-girlfriend back in 1996. And they still make them, and they're still good. It's He's and good at it. And it's a good cast. I mean, you got Alec Baldwin, you got Simon Pegg, you got Vin Rames. Yeah, you know, uh, it's a good, it's a good cast. So the new one, you got Henry Cavill, Cavill, Henry Cavill, yep. yeah, and Superman, then, uh, Superman, and uh, same Ugh. James, Jason. No, I got, I got to think of it. Yeah, whatever. It's a good movie. Guy. Watch it. Guy. Watch it. So it's gonna be a good, uh, gonna be a good, uh, good summer movies. Uh, I haven't gotten to too many. Uh, I think the last movie I saw was Solo. Am I talking? About? No, I saw Jurassic Park. That was okay. What'd you think of that? It was all right. It's Jurassic Park. It's my <laughs> my daughter loved it, right. uh, and the soccer team. We all went okay. together. We were supposed to see the Incredibles, but it was sold out. We went and see saw Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. Uh, I still haven't seen the Incredibles. I have to see it. I I really liked the first one. Uh, so and I I want to see Ant Man. So it's it's a good uh, a good summer movies. Make sure you catch them. 631-451-1039 is my number. I got a little bit of time left for you if you want to get in on the national conversation. 631-451-1039. I apologize for not having a guest tonight, but that's fine. More time for you and I, America. More time for us to talk and for me to just kind of ramble on about politics tonight. Um, but uh, but it is it is an interesting thing we've got going on here in America. We have a midterm election just a couple of months away. And I've been reading a lot of polls. And the president did have a poll a couple of weeks ago that was shockingly high. And ever since then, the polls have been right back where they've been. He's been around 40%. He tops out at like 43%. But when you scratch beneath the surface of the numbers, there's enough people in that 43% that like him but don't trust him. I'd say 10% of that 43%, right? So you add that to the other thing. Now you've got really well over 60% of Americans that don't trust the president. And they're going to vote for people to check the president. And, you know, the president's doing all this stuff to fire up his base. Let me explain something to you, Mr. President. Something you don't understand because you've really never been in politics. The Republican base is what it is. It comes out. They're old. They show up at the polls religiously every November, whether it's the presidential election, school board, state legislature, Congress. They show up almost in the same numbers. There's a slight drop in non-presidential years, but it is nothing like the Democratic base. The Democratic base shows up in presidential years sometimes. They showed up for Obama. They did not show up for Hillary. The president of the United States got far, I think he got less votes than Mitt Romney did when Mitt Romney lost. So let's be clear here. This was not an overwhelming wave of Republicans coming out. It was Democrats staying home. 
the Democratic base is fired up. The California primary had more people participate in it than ever in the history of California. More votes casted ever, more than any presidential year. The base is fired up and the base is coming out. And you also have a certain amount of Republicans, not a lot, but just enough who don't trust him. And if you watch this hearing today, America, the Republicans that are in the House of Representatives today clearly have no ambition to counteract the president's ambition. They have no ability to put a check and a balance on this president. None. And if you believe in checks and balances, if you believe in a republic, you need to elect people who will be a check and balance on this president. And I I see no evidence, none, that other than Republicans who are retiring will do that. And I don't think the House of Representatives is going to get better after the midterms. I mean, the next time they stand for election, he'll be standing for election. So how are they going to be better at being a check on him? They're going to be worse. It's going to be more like today. More hearings on conspiracy theories for eight hours. More clown shows, circus acts. That's what you get. With one-party rule. And I don't think this country wants one-party rule anymore. That's why the Democratic base is fired up. That's why they're coming out in these primaries in record numbers. That's why there's record participation. A lot of women running this year, too, America. A lot of women running all across this country. A lot of women running, motivated. These women's marches have been huge. You know, I'm on Fox a lot, and they always talk about the civil disorder, the chaos being caused by Democrats around the country. Now, look, I'm not for people being rude to one another. I'm not for throwing people out of restaurants because you don't like them. I'm not for you going up and yelling at people while they're pumping gas. You're not going to get that from me. But I am for peaceful, organized protest. I am for that. I don't call that civic chaos. I call that civic engagement, America. I call that what we need in a democracy, in a democratic republic to move the needle. You got to get people engaged. And there seems to me all over this country, every couple of weeks, a large demonstration from people mostly on the left who are upset with the direction of their country. Now, I remember, you know, I was on Fox News in 2010 when the Tea Party was rising, in 2009 when the Tea Party was rising. And, I, and let me explain something to you. This movement that I see right now is far greater. The, the Tea Party never had anything like the Women's March. They never had anything like the March for Our Lives. There was never that many numbers in Washington for the Tea Party. They never had... 900 separate rallies going on on the same day around the country and around the world demonstrating against Donald Trump's policies like they were just two weeks ago about his border separation policy. And by the way, those protests worked. He changed his policy. 
Don't tell me that that's creating civic chaos. It's not. It's civic engagement. And I am sorry that Alan Dershowitz is getting disinvited from clam bakes on Martha's Vineyard. I'm sorry, Alan. And I get it what you're saying. You're, you're, you're a civil libertarian. And, and I get where you're coming from here. This is not a guy who needs your defense. He is one of the richest men in the country, and he is the most powerful man in the world. He will have all the defense he needs. He doesn't need yours. This is not, he, you know, this is not like one of the Central Park Five who spent part of their youth in prison for a crime they didn't commit and didn't have the proper defense. This is Donald Trump, president of the United States, who will have all the lawyers money can buy. I get it. I know your game. You're very consistent, and you're applying that to Donald Trump. Doesn't apply. He's not being railroaded. He has all the lawyers he can get, and he is president of the United States. They need to be held to a higher standard. And the crimes that he is being accused of or associated with are not just crimes of an individual against the state. They are crimes against this nation in a bad way, if they are true. So I get where Professor Dershowitz is coming from. I get it. But I don't really cry for him while children are being ripped from their mom's arms at the border. And, you know, you want to talk about civic disorder. How about the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, where a right-wing nut drove his car into a crowd and killed a protester? Now, look, here's the thing, America. I don't blame every Republican or every conservative for that guy's crime. He was crazy. Just like the right shouldn't defend, shouldn't, you know, lump every progressive in the same category as uh, a woman who throws you out of their restaurant or somebody, uh, a man who uh, is overly aggressive with a Republican official. Those people do not represent everybody in the Democratic Party or every progressive in America. I would never do that to you, and I don't condone such action. But there's this dangerous dialogue happening on the right, probably happening on these stations during the day, that says that there's this dangerous movement among liberals. That's not true. There are protests happening. And there are people marching. And they're demanding change in their government. That's what you do in a democracy. And yes, sometimes in that crowd, there's somebody who wants to start something. They do not represent everybody in that crowd. And sometimes there's somebody who sees a conservative that they may know from television and says something to them, like people say to me often. They don't represent everybody. doesn't mean the whole lot of everybody is violent, which is something that has been said by big-time stars, sometimes to me on television. It is not true. I mean, 
The Unite the Right rally, which had a lot of support among conservatives before it became a racist Nazi rally, and by the way, was also supported by the president after it happened. There were a lot of good people on both sides. Remember when he said that on both sides? There were no good people on the Nazi side. Just saying. There are no good Nazis. There are no good white nationalists. And I think white nationalist is just too nice of a term. They're not good. They're not good people. They're not fine people. Remember when the president said that? It's not civic disorder, America. It's civic engagement. When you see people protesting. And I don't care if they're Black Lives Matter or they're protesting in Flint about the water crisis or they're protesting about uh, they're doing the March for Our Lives to try to end gun violence in America or they're women marching for their reproductive health or they're protesting at the Supreme Court because they don't like the fact that we've got a guy here picking justices who's under investigation himself and may change the courses of our laws for a generation based on his picks. So yeah, they should get out there and protest and they should call their lawmakers, their congressmen, and they should call their senators and they should tell them how they feel. That is not civic disorder. Not even a little bit. That is civic engagement. And that is a great thing for this country to see people engage like that in a midterm year. You never see it. This is my prediction for this midterm. Democrats are going to take the House. They're going to come close to taking the Senate. They may take the Senate. They may not. I'm not going to make a prediction there yet. But here's my prediction for sure of what's going to happen. This will be the highest turnout midterm election since World War II. The highest turnout midterm election since World War II. I guarantee it. People are concerned. People are fired up on both sides. They want to vote. I believe my analysis of the Republican base is correct. It is what it is. And they come out every year. Won't go up that much this year because of Trump. It's not going to be more than it was in 2016. And it wasn't that big there. It's also concentrated in some red states and some red districts where we're not going to win anyway. The suburban voter, the swing district, is where the highest turnout's going to be and where the biggest change is going to be. Democrats only got to win 25 seats. Hillary Clinton won 26 seats that are now occupied by Republicans. Going to be an interesting election, America. Going to be an interesting year. It's going to come sooner than you think. Time to get engaged. Time to get informed. All right. I want to thank you all for listening to me tonight. I want to thank my callers. I thank my guest, but he didn't show up. And I want to remind you to seek the truth. Question everything. Question everyone, including me, but especially this president and your members of Congress. 
Seek the Truth America. I know it's out there. I know you'll find it. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. I'm Chris Hahn. Thanks for listening, America. Spend our weekends in bed. We drink ourselves stupid. We work ourselves dead and all just because that's what mom and dad said. Chris Hahn Show podcast is recorded live at 103.9 FM in New York at Long Island News Radio. This podcast was sent to Face Off Unlimited headquarters in Astoria, Queens, and was edited by Joe Tex. Executive producers are Joe Tex, Jay Painter, and Eric Robinson. FOU Studios is a property of Face Off Unlimited, LLC. I'm Peter Hargarden, the senior producer of podcasts here, and on behalf of everyone who worked on the show, we'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Subscribe to catch all of our other podcasts here on the FOU Studios Podcast Network. To learn more about Chris and to find out about his upcoming television appearances, follow him on Twitter at Christopher Hahn and at ChristopherHahn.com. To learn more about FOU, connect with us via social media at FOU Studios and visit us at FOUStudios.com.